Hello and welcome to the uh, Touchdown Zone, the best and only podcast in the EFL. Uh, we are joined today by Spartan. And so, he is the AD of the Trenton Generals, and um, actually, wait, that's all you are. Um, <laughs> Aspiring first. We, we are the heroes. Can... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is basically the heroes AD um, podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> Only one that's missing is uh, Jeffy and uh, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. All right, so Sid, you had the questions, right? So let's just get started on one of those. Yeah. Okay. We start off with who is the best ECFA running back and why is it Honeycutt? We talked about Okay, I'm just going to say this right now. Honeycutt is rigged. He had 211 TP for like half the season. Oh, wait, he did? <laughs> yeah. They just never moved him back because there's such a big like line and for like oh. things you have to fix in EFLO. Well, I mean, did he apply the TPE? I mean, if he I didn't mean, apply it, it, yeah, it just shouldn't yeah, matter. Like, I think it was an agility or something like that. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Right, but, uh, wait, really? <laughs> rigged. Well, I mean, it's it's really not, like, the biggest thing, and I'm not even that concerned because I think there's someone clearly better, and that's McLean yeah. Callahan over in Hades Creek. Yeah. yeah. Like, His yards per carry is, like, 7. The best. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and um, he also, or however you say, um, Renault's player has a 99 yard run. So that's nice. Yeah. And I think, like, I'm pretty sure I was in DVR the, the other day. And I think everyone was asking Ty, like, I want one of those long ass runs. And then I think the very next day, or like, the, or like a couple games after that, I was presenting. Oh. And I saw, like, an. And I saw that 90-yard touchdown. Um, I think it was against Hades Creek, too. Yeah, so I think I it was. That in. Yeah, so I tossed that in as, like, the, the game break because he had been looking for one of those, like, long-ass runs. So I guess he finally got that. And, I mean, nice, but McLean Callahan with, like, 50 less attempts, like, point most better TDs. average. And will and tied for those CDs with yeah. um, with a Jay Krishna in uh, Manchester. Yeah, Danny uh, Devinter in Biscayne Bay also with fifteen there. But again, like Honeycutt and McLean Callahan, definitely top two when it comes to yards per per carry. Both of them are going to be trying to make their shot for running back of the year. Yeah, we'll be see the. So it will be interesting to see how the final week uh, plays out for them. And also, uh, speaking of Dandy DeVinter, isn't he like a freshman or something? He's having yeah. pretty good season for that. I think yeah, I, he, I think Stacks put him as the goal line running back. So he just like goes in oh, and gets okay. someone. Wait, you can put a well, goal line running back? Fuck? Uh, might just... I don't think you well, can. It depends if you like back. start him at a formation. Yeah. And then you put the formation as the goal. Oh, yeah. If you, yeah. If you start yeah. him at like 
Like you just I like you toss them up and then yeah. play like one thing at once. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah something with but, I never learned. <laughs> well, there there you go. Don't say you didn't learn but, anything from our podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they have it's it's interesting because Deventer and Kaser are both of their running backs. They're just about neck and neck. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like production, like Kaser has fifteen hundred, Deventer has like fifty less yards. Uh, Deventer also has the lower yards per carry, which makes sense. He's a first year back, had to go through those early struggles, but definitely is that goal line back, as you can see, like with the touchdowns. But also getting quite a few more carries than Kaser. Yeah, I think like around like th- uh, twenty to thirty more. Actually, no, not even that far. Like fifteen more. I think Kaser also had like one really weird game this season where he only had like one or two carries for like three yards. That was a weird box score to see. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that reminds me of what I did last season for the first game with Trenton. Oh for yeah. Some yeah. Reason, I, I was yeah. straight up dick. I was straight up dicking around. And I was like, you know what? We're like playing Roswell or Savage City or something. Let's have every single. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. So basically, again, Savage City or Roswell last season. So I think like 21, first game of the season, decided to fuck around on like defense. Every single defensive play was in the nickel. My idiot ass didn't put Watt in into the nickel. So he didn't, oh, you didn't even put his, your own player in. Like you did the I opposite did. of what most ADs do. They, you didn't even put your own player in a good position, man. Yeah. So basically like what happened for that game was I had I think Dill's capped linebacker and I think Engine also was uncapping his linebacker there. Mm-hmm. So I was like Dill's like three four tackler archetype and then um and giant was like i'll give him like like tackles boost at like the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and i just completely forgot to put watt in like didn't realize that watt wasn't gonna get anything so he finished with like zero tackles but still ended up like top three i think last season yeah i think total it was... tackles and like yeah. sacks which kind of impressive he's kind of fallen off this year a bit but i just think, think it's like yeah well, what? Speaking of what, I think isn't he like in the lead for LB of the year? I think it's between him and um, KDD's player. However, you, however you pronounce that last name, like he's my own player, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Kabarkapa or some shit. I don't know. Kabarkapa. Kabarkapa or something. Nah, because the B. Yeah, because like the B comes first, but there's an R fucking sitting in the middle there. I don't know why the fuck you'd have that. And then there's a P at the very end. We like four A's. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We have pretty similar stats except tackles and sacks. Like he has one pick, I have zero. I have two sacks, he has zero. I have a forced fumble, he has a fumble recovered. I have one last tackle for loss and like 30 more, 30 plus more tackles. 
Yeah. Um, part of I've never had a good I've never had a linebacker with a lot of sacks for some reason. I don't know if it's the strats. So it's probably the strats I run. But it's I, the like a certain like since there's like four or three like different linebacker positions. I think there's like a certain linebacker position that gets like the most sacks. Okay. Cause well, I mean, yeah, because like Watt hasn't been getting too many sacks this year because I've moved him around. But last year, I had him in a specific position, and he wasn't getting, like... I mean, so last year was weird because he did it all. I moved his position to where I was advised to move him if I wanted to get him stats, and he's gotten more tackles for sure, like average per game, but the sacks have dropped off considerably. So I feel like he had a better year last year, somehow still missed out on All-American, which makes no sense. Um, but I don't know. Move, moving them around is interesting things, but I think that there are like a couple linebacker positions that, if you have good players there, they're going to generate a lot of stats. Of course, one thing to note with sacks. Um, I saw one article from somewhere I don't remember, but if your player gets like two sacks in a game, you start losing speed the more sacks yeah. you get. I th- I think it might actually just the drop off starts with one sack. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, and like you drop to like ninety percent or something like that. Yeah, that's the sim engine is pretty pretty weird. I wonder if that's yeah. like why Zeke's team seems to get like a lot of sacks for some reason, but they don't seem to get like a lot of tackles afterwards. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. I presented the awards last year, and I'm pretty sure Anchorage sweeped all the defensive awards. Yeah, that was pretty, yeah. They had um, Macaulay, and then, at, and then the year before that, they they got the linebacker award and the safety award. Yeah, I think Zeke likes to run uh, on blitz heavy, so that's probably why they get a lot of sacks. Because like oh, yeah. one thing which I because like one thing which I notice is. If you look further down on like the defensive stats list and you see McNair at linebacker for Trenton, I'm playing him at the position which I played Watt last year. And he's having a pretty solid season for being a freshman who didn't have like any any like redshirt TP earning or anything like that. Um, like he he has more tackles than my one ninety-nine linebacker did in his sophomore season. Yeah, like he has 93 tackles, he's a fumble recovered, a sack, a pick, six passes defended, which if I, if I guess if he was at 199, he probably would have been putting up similar numbers to what Watt yeah. did last year. So I think it is kind of like the strats you run, um, mm-hmm. but, I, but I did change up the way I ran it, and I think like it's evident after the uh, – that Lincoln game, which I was telling you guys about, like the first time I like changed up defensive strats quite a bit. But like since then, like apart from the Stan Bay and Hades Creek, like defense is pretty locked down, haven't allowed more than 20 points in a game since then. Yeah, Trenton's, Trenton's defense has taken a bit, has taken a big step up as the season has gone on. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's impressive to see. I'm like, happy with the way that it's going um just trying to get the offense up to speed now at this point um which i think you know could be could be coming soon 
especially with like the way people are earning with some red shirts coming in. Um, but much better than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. I haven't changed my defensive strats since season 20. I've, like, I've largely I, kept the same strats. I think I did change it like a couple times, but then I started losing, so I stopped and like, screw it. I'm, if I can't lose worse than this, and I just changed it back to what I originally had and then started winning again. For yeah. offense, I've just changed like the run and pass percentages. I haven't touched like playbooks or whatever. Yeah, and like that, that definitely makes sense. I feel like in terms of defensive strats, I've kind of hit the optimal thing, which I could have had, considering like how past performances have gone, especially with like only one solid linebacker. Because until Moose hit 100, and I think Lexington, uh, Yao's player, he also wasn't at 100 either. But somehow, like the strats were working in a way that the points opponents were putting up were limited, but. Some of those big explosive games, like at the beginning of the season and then to the Pirates and Hades Creek, you know, it's not that's something that can be avoided as you keep grinding, keep earning, um, just keep improving overall. I think Trenton will be a very, very interesting team to keep a lookout for in the uh, lookout, uh, uh, <laughs> keep a lookout for in the coming up seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's on the rise, you know, trying not to put recent misfortunes in the way of that, but got a got a new cornerback commit recently, Lefty, as you've been interacting with him in our locker room. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, like, even gave him, like, a little bribe. I was like, if you were nine a week, I'll, like, give you a custom role and color above everyone else in our server, so... Hey. Hopefully that motivates him enough to be trying to max certain. Oh, Viper's Viper, though you never you never know. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's he, here's the thing. He's kind of recommitted to the VHL, which is why I thought this was a good time to oh, okay, yeah. get him to commit because he recent he he took a break from that league for a while because um, he had like too much other stuff going on. He was in like some other. He was in like some major league connect four sim league. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm in an Uno okay. Sim League. What do you do? Like, do you like put points in like different yeah, stuff, or do no, you like okay, actually so, play the games? Or no, like you just straight up play the game. So when I say like Sim League, it's just like a Major League Connect. Okay, I guess I'm playing like online Major connect League. For, it's like yeah, an online like, Connect Four League, essentially. Yeah. So yeah, so it was all I, I, Discord. I just left that server earlier today because I played all of like five matches against people. But like, you literally get drafted and like you play games on Discord like that's, every couple days at like five p.m. That's kind of cool. It was like kind of interesting at the start because like Fishy and I used to play Connect Four a lot. We've kind of stopped recently because I kept whooping her ass. Um, she's like sitting back here giggling the entire time, but like some people can be really good at Connect Four. Like, Sid, I'm like sure that you see it in like your Uno League too. Some people are just fucking good. Yeah. All right, I guess let's move on to the next question from Stack the Racks Twelve. 
how will the Heroes Conference play out seeding-wise? But before that, what do you think are predict all the ECFA game results of tomorrow? Tomorrow? Um, yeah. I want to say oh, Athens yeah. wins, but I don't. I don't. It's <laughs> gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Um, if Manchester is playing Roswell, right? Yeah, but we're like the only reason I'm afraid is because we're away from home. Well, home home games don't really matter. I don't think. Well, I've, it does I, I have like a neg- it does kind of. I'm sure there's like some stupid slider in this sim engine that like boosts your performance at home or something. Yeah, you get less penalties at home and stuff like that. Yeah, but <laughs> also Roswell's kind of been like shitting the bed recently. Like I think they've dropped both of their last two games. I think against Trenton and uh, they lose to they lost to me. Last week. Okay. Did they win today? Uh, no. Well, no, they didn't lose either because there were no games today. <laughs> or yesterday. They lost yesterday because they played me. And then who did they play on Saturday? Was that us, Trenton? I think they played, yeah. Actually, hold on. I have the index. Yeah, I do too. Okay. They played. Yeah, they played Trenton. Yeah, they've gone on as so... a three. They've, they have a three-week losing streak going on dating back to yeah. the Trenton Generals back in week 13. Yeah, which is honestly super weird to see because they have a top quarterback in this league in Liverpool. Yeah. They've got a top running back as well in Lattimore. In the Lattimore, yeah. So it is, even, they're actually in a position yeah. to totally be out of the playoffs right now. If they lose and Trenton win, I believe Trenton takes their place. Yeah, because mm. we because we beat them twice this season, despite them utterly dicking us in the in the preseason, thirty-one to eight. We beat them thirty-five thirteen in week two, and then um, twenty-seven fourteen in week thirteen. So they're they're in a rough place right now. So tomorrow is going to be a big game for them. Literally, just like fighting for their for their playoff hopes there, but it'll it'll take their loss and my loss for them to or no, their loss and my win for them to get knocked off. But if they just handle their own business over there, then they lock up a spot. Yeah, I think that's the only playoff seed that's in question right now. Um well, as far as being in or out, um I don't yeah. I don't think Savage City can uh, be out for the playoffs at this point. I think the top three in the Heroes Conference is basically settled, which is fairly rare considering this is the last week. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that can really happen is that Manchester can drop to second if they lose and ask the, ask the, uh, I can't even pronounce my own team's name. Athens can move up to <laughs> first uh, if we win. You have to Manchester lose and you have to win. Yeah. So, I'm going to get the box scores in like an hour or two. So me and Spartan both have opposite wants for this week. <laughs> yeah, I know like Lefty and I were talking about it earlier. Like I want to win and I need Manchester to win. Lefty wants to win and needs Manchester to lose. So like both of us what, need to win gonna here. What, what's going to happen is I'm going to lose and Trenton's going to lose. That's what's going to happen. 
Or wait, I'm going to We play each other. <laughs> the Sim Engine's going to like totally bug out and say both teams lost somehow. <laughs> no, but like we were saying that either it's going to turn out like, or no, sorry. So I, yeah. So it's going to turn out like I win and Roswell ends up winning, keeping yeah, their something spot. Like that. Yeah, that's what I meant. Or like, or like Athens wins, or Athens wins, and then Manchester wins as well. So basically, like, both of us get, like, fucked in our own respective designs yeah. <laughs> to make playoffs. You to get the number one seed. Um, but I think, like, I feel like both of you guys, regardless, with Roswell's current struggles and Savage City also, like, They've gotten two wins in a row, but like, I think both of you guys could end up in the Heroes Conference Finals. Yeah, that seems fairly likely right now. I haven't lost a playoffs game as first seed yet, but then I've also never got first seed, so. I've only lost one playoff game in my brief history as an athletic director, so I got that going for me. Yeah, uh, this season in is really seasons. weird for Athens, which is fairly normal because we this always have yeah. been really weird this season. Yeah, I, I, we talked about the one when he had stacks, but like I didn't change like my pass percentage or anything. But then Prezi's is throwing like twenty attempts a game and completing like five of them as an uncapping QB for like the multiple weird. games. Could be like defensive. Like, did you go and look back at like play by plays or anything like that? Uh, just depending on the team, depending on the strats they run, could change. Yeah. Because I mean, part of it could just be drops by wide receivers. Some of it could be like just incomplete passes. Like, the one mm-hmm. thing which I don't necessarily like, or it does in a limited sense, is sometimes the play by play will say QB threw the ball away to avoid a sack. But they don't, or but it doesn't necessarily reflect QB the ball incomplete because of pressure or something like that. Like there's just no context in like that regard to to like show whether or like just basically show why a drive failed or like why a play failed or something like that. That would be something like pretty cool to be able to know. Oh wow, the sim engine being simple. Who's heard of that before? <laughs> It's the same fucking problem over in the VHL with STHS. Like, really? I think it's also a problem over in the uh, SBA as well. Yeah, because I mean, at like this point, and like with how modern sports is now, there's so many advanced stats that people can use to assess players and performances that have kind of made like the basic stats like obsolete. Like, sure, like you look at like field goal percentage but you don't know where that or is it is it field goal yeah or like you don't yeah field goal percentages in basketball yeah yeah but like you have no clue like where they were shooting from unless it's three and even then like where on the arc they were shooting from like and if it's a field goal was it in the post was it in the paint like was it a mid-range shot there's so many like advanced stats that you just don't know about yeah, I know in the SBA, the jump shot is pretty much dead. Yeah. Like, there's no, nobody really has any mid range aside from some people who swear by jump shot. I mean, it's good to have as like a volume stat, but the sim is weird. 
I think that's something that every every sim league can say is like the sim is weird. Yeah, it's because we need like specific types of sims. We need like an index and stuff like that. So yeah, like, and I know like the and like the biggest plus over in like the VHL is kind of two things. One, as in, it's the easiest possible sim engine that they can use to like export updated player stats. Like it's literally from what they've said, super simple to do as yeah, well as import like line changes or anything like that. Like there's no manual entry. Everything is like straight up automated and like it works really well with their portal. Like they just don't have like many export issues or any kind of problems in like that regard. Um, that's like the that opposite of the SBA because in the SBA, all updates are manual, like every single one. There's no. Are you serious? Someone manually updates every yeah, week. Yeah, I was like, like every player, every, every preseason, every every preseason. I'm like, wait, why does it take so long? And then I, I think Bo had to take over because uh, Bailey was getting married or in, he was doing something. Anyways, Bo took over and he was like, I, he, he, and he said something like he's having to do it all by hand. And I was like, wait a minute. So that's why it takes forever. So yeah, they do. I think from what I've heard, they do everything by hand, all the player updates, everything. There's so fucking many. Yeah, well, at least with the SBA, there's only like eight players on the team. There's only like five, like usually just five active players. Or five now active like, players. Now Aren't I know there like 30 plus teams in each league. There's only 24 in each, I think. 24 I mean, and 22. Like, like twenty four and like five players per team, like that's still a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Cause like, yeah. No, because I was just gonna say, like, it makes sense for the EFL and the VHL because at least their portal, even or sorry for their sim engine, even though it's fucking stupid, in terms of like what it spits out at times, at least the like the key portion of what is arguably like more important is that it's easy to get player stats into them. Like, yeah, it's not hard at all. CV, CSVs. Yeah, and then, like, if you're looking at, like, the SBA thing, they might as well fucking sim on, like, 2K20 or some shit like that. Like, at least then they'll get, like, more, like, realistic stats or some shit. Well, I think, like, the SBA actually offered to, like, buy the sim engine so they could, like, add their own import and export functions. I think I say... When you say like, buy the sim engine, as in like, like they wanted to create, buy the they code, wanted, they wanted to get the the source they want code. To buy, basically. Yeah, buy the FBB three code, so they have like full ownership rights on it. So, like, when you say that, like, are they just running it on like a demo or something right now? Uh, no, they do own no, they, the game, but they, they can't they like buy the code. It. Like, like they buy, yeah. So they buy a like copy the game, of. Like, well, there's not not a way to for them to add a import slash export function, and they were, I think they tried in the past to like buy the source code so they could at least look at it and see if they could do it themselves. Oh, because like E would probably do something like that within the game itself. Yeah, I mean, that's it, yikes. We don't. Yeah, when I first heard that, I was like. My mind was blown, and I I vowed to never be become a uh, simmer, ever. 
Oh, yeah, especially not in the SBA. I mean, I think, well, <clears throat> the weird part in, like, the EFL is that, like, only Turner right now is capable of pulling exports. And I think, like, he was saying that, like, a big part of that is that EFLO is still in, like, alpha. So there's still, like, a lot of functionality, which you know, is going to be accessible to more people, but in time, once everything continues to be tested. So I know like a lot of people sometimes give like the EFL shit for their portal, but it's still in like a pretty early phase and there's a lot of like good things to come out of it. Like E, I know like we keep giving him like suggestions and stuff like that. And he does seem to implement like quite a bit of it, which is really nice to see from someone who is working on our, on our portal. Um, so even though like as of right now it's not as like sophisticated or like easy to manage as the vhl one i i think it definitely has the potential to be better yeah um one thing i am looking forward to on um the online portal for the efl is uh setting strats on yeah itself i think that will help but actually i don't think you can actually import strats for yeah uh, it's still gonna be like it's still going to yeah. be manual, but it's all going to be in one place instead of like a million DMs to one simmer. Yeah, because like looking at what I did on like Sunday night, I'm not sure if I told you guys, maybe Lefty or Sid, you guys saw in my locker room. I did strats to get my red shirts in the game, and I forgot to hit send on the message. Ooh, ouch. So, so they literally just weren't in for like Monday's game, but you know. Sometimes stuff like that happens. Nothing I can really do about it, but that's just the shit that happens sometimes. I remember one time I got game dates confused, and I think I set I sent strats like a couple days early, or like almost a week early. So because I was freaking out, I woke up at like literally like midnight. I was like, oh. Oh crap! I forgot to send strats, and the game is to like tomorrow. Or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! So I'm like, hurriedly, like, I grab my tablet because it's like 11 a.m. and I can't go on like a computer or anything. Because, and I'm trying like hastily updating last season's DCs and everything, only for Turner to go. Um, the season, the season doesn't start for another day. I'm like, <laughs> unfortunate. Like, I, I genuinely thought there's a game tomorrow and as soon as I, or today, so I so I thought that, I was like, you know what, I'm sending these strats in immediately, so I made, like, a couple other tweaks, and I was like, I'm sending my strats in, like, now, and I was like, oh shit, like, the game isn't even until Wednesday, but whatever, like, I got strats sent in just so I don't forget about it for another fucking two days. Yeah. <laughs> Lefty, were you here in the days of EFL manager? Um, yeah. What was, what was that like? It was interesting. It was fairly simplistic compared to, um, like the, the SBA portal. It. it was decent, but from what I've heard, it had some very huge, um, security flaws. I think it stored all passwords in like an open GitHub text file or something like that. Some stupid stuff like that that he might as or however you say. Yeah, and name. also apparently like the coder Matt 
like his boss saw him working on it, so he got promoted in work or something. Oh really? And then, so, he, <laughs> so he doesn't like he couldn't like update anymore since he has like more like work. So oh, like when like when we expanded to like twelve teams, like he couldn't like go in there and like change the settings and stuff to like let twelve teams happen. Jeez. Uh, were you able to set strats on the uh, EFL manager? I forgot. I wasn't like an AD back then. I was just a player, so I was just submitting uh, updates. You could not. Yeah, you can't submit strats on there. But okay, I so think they're like their system in general for like they had like this like AD office type thing. And then I'm not talking like, about I'm not talking about EFLO. I was talking about the uh, yeah. I know I'm manager. talking about oh, okay. the manager. They had like this like place for like 80s. We could see like a whole roster, like what oh, positions. Okay. Like if someone it meets the height for tight end and our wide receiver, it'll say yeah, you, this player can play wide receiver and okay. tight end. I think E. Uh, I think E was work is working on that, but I mean, I'm, it, it would be nice to have. I think that's one of the main reasons why the AD office is taking a while besides all the other stuff that he's doing for like the SBA on top of this is because he wants to add all this stuff. I'm not complaining. Like being able to like being able to ask or being able to know what players can play, what positions would be nice, especially because every time a new AD or like every once in a while we have like a, a person asks, can this player pay, play this position? And it's always like a whole debate. So that'd be nice to have something official. I mean, we do have something official in the rule book, but who reads that? <laughs> okay. Next question from Stacks. Who do you think is winning the Heisman? Um. Uh, as much as I hate... Them. As much as I hate to say it, Nico player does look pretty good, which is something really? I did not expect to say. Um, he's the Nico's is gone. No, yeah. I still like no matter what people. I still believe that Heisman should be like most valuable. Yeah, of, like, that's something player. like that's a debate that should have been settled a long time ago, in my opinion. It should have been made clear from the start because that. I think admins are just like. They just like you can vote however however you believe in like how they feel. I mean, we still have like, people who fight over Heisman's from like seasons ago. <laughs> Dale yeah. Cooper deserved Heisman just just okay, saying. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know because like the like hard pressed argument there is like Gun and Charm McLean both were like top scoring players in the same offense. So it's hard to give either one of them the award when they weren't the most valuable player for their team. Because I know that when I voted, fuck what the rest of the of like the other people say like what it means. Like Heisman is most valuable player. It's not a yeah, most outstanding way, player. I I think who I think Staubach won last year. Everyone voted him like first and second. I just voted him third. Cause I didn't think he like deserved it because he had like three, like I won at one one ninety nine wide receiver and two uncapping. I think I voted Flintstone first, my running back, because without him, there was no way we were gonna. We there was no way that we did what we did that season. See, like this is this is where I would probably say is Honeycut, 
Yeah, because, that's what I was thinking. Because yeah. Sonfire, Sonfire was supposed to have, you know, a solid squad around him. But even though he's capped, somehow Honeycutt's been the one carrying that that team. Yeah, and Alex on fire didn't I think he went to it like a big step back this season. Which is really weird. Or maybe he didn't and it was just freshman. I mean I I expected I mean like kind of makes sense because Wait no, never mind. It doesn't. He has he has a one one ninety nine and an uncapping wide receiver. I actually don't know why he was. He's not good. He's like his wide receiver is like drawn yards. Like he's below Grand Ra- the Grand the Grand Rapids QB in yards, which is yeah. really bad. Sad. Sad. Yes. Isn't isn't like Son? I mean, Son Fire is. At least overall, least passing yards. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the most picks, but like close to like the bottom. He is the, he's tied for second in picks. Yeah. Well, no. That's or right. unless unless there's like well, it'll kind of depend on the next index update because um, yeah, they, it's, it's only true. showing fifteen games right now. But he oh. has fifteen picks. There's another one with fifteen, two with sixteen, two with seventeen. But all I mean, of them, except for Black Widow, have more touchdowns than he does. And at the end, if you have more picks than you have TDs, then you're not good that season. Like, that's a simple way to put it. Yeah. Well, I yeah, guess when so, it comes to um, the herd, they'll be used to him. Well, I, he's switching to wide receiver unless I decide to retire early. Oh, okay. Which I might, I don't know. Well, yeah, because he's a dual threat QB, so. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I think sense. he's just gonna, he's gonna like play whatever. If I decide to retire, he'll just go into SQB. If I don't, then he'll just go wide receiver. What was the original question that we were talking about? Oh yeah, Heisman. 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 Yeah, I think it's Honeycut. Yeah, I think it's Honeycut yeah. too. I think like, there's like an argument which I'm sure someone's gonna make that. Fenton Fishy's player here. I think she's asleep. Um, but her player, while also I think capped, Honeycutt still went above and beyond. Um, I don't think that had as much of an impact as like McLean, Callahan, and Gunn did together. Um, but despite splitting touches, getting that many yards and with that kind of average and a like solid touchdown rate, I think it's probably the like front front running. Yeah, of course. Is charm on capping? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. Reno, Reno lied to me. Why? He said he was going to be a filler. He told it to well, everyone, and then yeah, well, well. To be fair, he told me that it was his recreate. But was I mean, he a did filler talk, for yeah, the... yeah, he told me it's going to be like a filler for like the first couple of seasons or something like that. Yeah, I did pitch him, but then he went to Hades Creek because Shark didn't have running backs or something like that. 
You know what? Who's player is really interesting? OMG, it's him uh, recreate. He mentioned it in like the eighty office, but then I had two running backs at the time, so I never offered him. And then I was just checking like two days ago. I found out he was on the Venom. Oh yeah, I remember that. Did any of you guys pitch him? I did. I did. He said no. Yeah, he said no. Which, which is which is weird because like there are a couple teams that have just kind of like dropped off the face of the earth, and Sacramento is one of them. Yeah, Sacramento started off really strong, and I think they haven't won a game since I want to say like week four, something like that. Something. They haven't won. Yeah, they haven't. They have not won a game since week four. They've been on a um, a really long losing streak. Eleven games, probably twelve. Losing so, Khalil Carson hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one ninety nine QB that's not really doing that well. Seven TDs, sixteen interceptions. Yeah, Black Widow's playing like he's a freshman. Yeah, I don't know, like what happened. He's playing like, like he's a red shirt. Is there just like nothing, like no weapons around him? That's weird. Yeah, let me look at their roster. Yeah, they have uh, Colleen, yeah, they- like the first person who shows up on the. Receiving stats. What's his TPE? Their highest TPE wide receiver is Dusty Balls, who has seventy six TPE. Oh, that'll do it. that's that's that'll yes. do it. That'll do it. <sighs> that's just pulling, unfortunate. Uh, pulling a Biscayne from like two seasons ago, they had uncapping Manchita, and then they had like I don't remember the name of the guy, but he had like a hundred TPE and he got uh, like, hundred receptions. Oh yeah, no, McWolf's not Wolf. Really no, not well. It was like an inactive player who got oh, yeah, like hundred like receptions. Inactive. It was like some inactive with like fifty-five TPE or something like that. Like if if Manchita had uncapped the season after, Biscayne Bay probably would have gone sixteen and zero. No, I doubt it. It's it. I don't think the sim like. I mean, the sim probably would have allowed it, but like that. Like that the OP, OP Oregon Ducks from like the last season of NCAA. Season had like Yeah, eight uncaps. And then we still lost against like some BS game against, I don't even remember what team it was. We lost it, to Texas, I think. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Texas. Maybe it wasn't that. Yeah, it was bad, like but... the last game of the season and it was Texas. And then we played them again in the, um, the, the finals. Western finals and my kicker. Walked off with a game winner. Suck it, Tech. I I had a pick six in that game in the semifinals. And my kicker was pretty good that season. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with him, but I think he like hit a fifty-four yarder or something in like the championship game. And I think both the championship game and the conference final were won by like three points. But enough about my dead kicker. Hey, let's see. Is there any other interesting questions? 
Lefty, okay. how do you feel about stealing all of the touchdowns away from Markstrom this season? Um, it's considering the fact that, to, considering Kings, the fact, uh, uh, considering the fact, that I, oh my god, I just want you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Lefty, yeah, I, I want to like, see the question for now. Let's let's start with you. Oh, considering the fact that I didn't like barely got any touchdowns last season, um, I'm kind of okay with it, but. I do feel sorry for you. You're it's okay, okay with I mean, getting TDs. Like last <laughs> season, last season I barely got any touchdowns. Like we got, I remember watching a play-by-play, and we like got down to the goal line, and then we passed it. And it was like, <gasps> I mean, it wasn't <laughs> mad because we scored a touchdown, but it was like we're passing on the two-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, think think there's a chance to get most improved. Um. I'm, I don't know, probably. I think right, someone, like I, I think someone like I think McDolan was. So oh yeah, like, someone said McDolan was gonna win. This year. Yeah. Because I, he went honestly, from like, I'm... he went from like wide receiver number three to wide receiver number one, and he took like a big jump in terms of stats. Wait, McDolan isn't even. Isn't McDolan isn't. He's not even that great this season. He started he off good. Uh, maybe like I haven't, I haven't, I haven't talked about Ward since like week seven, so that's probably. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's he's eighth in receiving yards. I think he used to be like. Uh, but he does have thirteen touchdowns. He used to be second. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, this the days when when Markstrom was first. Well, my player as of the last index update, he's currently fifth in yards. Yeah. And which one of you is going to be wide receiver one next season? No, I'm going to be wide receiver number two. Actually, I might not be wide receiver anything if Lonzo can't get stuff together. Can we talk about that trade? Did you guys see the Oscar trade? Yeah, I've known about that trade for a while. I don't even know what what happened there. Um, Okay, so even how that. Sorry, go ahead. Just just like from from the outside, because I feel like Lefty probably spoke with Oscar about it. Looking at it from the outside, I have a feeling that this was more of a. Oscar has all the leverage in the world here. Right, like Laddie can get some kind of return here if he trades for him, and like, yeah, like Laddie will get some assets back if he gets a trade off. No one else is going to trade for him because he's expiring, and Oscar can literally just hit free agency, right? Mm-hmm. So Laddie's going to want to make a trade, and the only person who's willing to make a trade at this point is Oscar. So Oscar literally holds all the cards right now if Laddie cares about keeping some kind of assets back for the team. So in that sense, that's what I kind of looked at that trade, and I was like, okay, filler running back and a severely depreciated quarterback, which is super under typical value, but it's better than nothing. I but it's super lopsided. Yeah. Have you seen the thread? Because like, uh, OMG, it's him raised a good point. People 
pay first round picks to draft their own players. So getting your player for a filler and someone who's going to be auto-retired in the season isn't really like going to work. At the same time, his player is retiring. So why would you want to trade a first round pick for a player that's going to retire? Well, he's not retiring. Isn't he? If it was like his well, last season, it would just, still be unfair, but it'd make more sense. Isn't he still going like two seasons? Like one or two, something like that. Yeah, two. I think. I mean, but, saw... like, but like, would you really want to sacrifice a first round pick for a player that only has a year or two left? Austria can't even do it. You don't. You guys don't have a first or a second. You have. You don't have a first for the next two seasons, and you have one second in the next two seasons. Wait, where'd the other first go? I knew that they, uh, that he gave up. You, yeah, me. He traded for. Um, he traded for one of the corners, and I think he traded. He, no, he, the, yeah, he traded for third overall, and he traded for you. Yeah, and third oh overall, he took George. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Which makes sense depending on the um with the draft class that we had. And to be honest, with the lack of new recruits, it, we aren't gonna really have that good of a draft class. Because this upcoming one only has like Nico's GMing or Nico's GM player and a couple other There's four GM players. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's like a crap ton of GM players. Spartan might not go number one overall because Minnesota has two picks, and and the first and they're probably going to get number one overall. So right, unless Reno trades out of first, either Charm is going to go number one. Yeah, but I feel like Reno's Reno's not going to hold on to number one just to pick his own player. Yeah, there's no way but that you have the first. It could be like a pick. situation like flex. Yeah, like Manchita. Yeah. He took his own player, so that way he would have a chance at a good player. Wait, sorry, I didn't catch that part. So you would say like, that he would stay at first overall just to pick his own player? No, or, sta- or- no. Two seasons ago, you know how Flex Flex took Mech Powell first overall just so he could take Manchita. So then maybe something like that could work out here. Brenner wants someone, so he'll take Charm first overall, so he's not restricted by the GM player thing. So he can just go take out, take whoever he wants with his next pick. But I, can't he, he has, also he two first, right? That's how it works. Yeah, but, he has. And, but can he just use his second pick on Charm? No, it has to be their their first first rounder. Your first first uh, rounder. Wow. Okay, that's that's weird because in the in the VHL it lets you take it with any of your first round picks. The ultra so like, G- strategy you... would be like not have any players. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also in the VHL, I don't know if you can do that here, but can you forfeit your player to go to any other team? Uh, not well. You can trade your player. Um, I know. Well, they... like, I don't think... like I'm saying, like. Decide not to pick your own player, and you let a different team pick him. Um, can you do that? No, not in the SBA. You can. I think they recently untethered the GM players and GMs, but you can't do that in the EFL. At least not right now. You have to draft your own player. Gotcha. Which, 
making it say you have to draft them with your first first is kind of uh, I don't know. It makes sense from a place that you don't really want to have people like have a loophole, so to speak. But at the same time, so it'd be restricts yeah, yeah, I like restricts flexibility. But I mean, you do kind of have to consider that. If it is a GM player, it's probably going to be one of the most active players in the league. That is true. It's not like, yeah. Most GMs are pretty good at earning TPE, except for one. Nyko. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I keep looking at it, and I'm kind of pissed that, like, like I see why I'm in year four can you over. Because, like, so many of these people who are uncapping in year two got to push career tasks and shit to after they uncapped, where some of my career tasks went into my 199. Yeah, that's why I didn't, I did not even bother with most career tasks while I was in the EF, EFCA, because it was just going to help me get to a cap, and I was already capped, so I didn't really bother. For my I mean, QB, I didn't even like do my sophomore. Do. Yes. See, like, that's the thing. Like, you have to do, like, you're the one, like, like your high school review while you're still freshman, and you have to do the college spotlight, like the sophomore one, after your sophomore season. So no, it's confirmed like, with Turner. You could, uh, you can do your high school career review during the off season of first to second. So technically, you could do it during your uncapping season. Oh, so that, so that's probably why. Some people have like double career tasks outside of their 199 because they're uncapping in their sophomore year. Oh, okay. it was three days off for my high school review for Boxman. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, yeah, but Go I ahead. still got the sophomore stuff. I think I only yeah. did like two career tasks after I uncapped or after I declared for the EFL draft, but I'm like, a yeah. Historian. I've never enjoyed writing, so, I guess. I mean, I just realized that I had to do a junior review for the VHL today, and I just banged that out. It's like 400 words. took me like five minutes. But I know like I have two pending career tasks that I can do with Markstrom. Um, so I still have to like do those. But I don't know. It just kind of sucks. Like I know Jeffy's up there because he doubled predictions. I didn't do that, which looking back, like I probably sh should have thought about it. Um, yeah, that's something I, looking back, yeah, I that's wish what I did. as well. That's why I've said it's 14 right now. And because especially because last season, if you remember, Turner didn't half prediction points. He made every correct one worth one point. So the amount oh. doubled was basically quadrupled. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so that's why like Jeffy's players are so far ahead, and then Twist is ahead of me because he was able to push the career task into his uncap instead of his one ninety nine. So, like that says, just like timing wise, kind of like fucked me in like those regards, and then the prediction points thing. But I mean, take those away or like add those to my TP now, and I'd probably be right up there. Hold on. If Jeffy has like such large amounts of T TPE, why does Roswell suck? I know we talked about this earlier, but I just realized how much TPE his players have. 
Yeah. Like. Like, sheesh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I have 2% then... on my phone. Oof. So okay. you guys can, like, continue. Or just, I, mean, I don't know what you're doing. We can, but we can, I think we can wrap this up. Yeah, we can wrap this up. I think we're about, like, 50 minutes. An hour. Yeah. Yeah, we're, like, 50 right now. I mean, if you want, you can hop off, and Leslie and I can take it the next five minutes to hit the hour mark. It's up to you. You guys are both quiet. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's something about Roswell. Yeah, Plus, I mean, I'm like really proud of in terms of what, how my team is doing. Um, I do not have a. Oh, that's the way I lied. I do have a couple on caps, but they aren't in like guild positions per se. I have two linebackers and one wide receiver. And we've done fairly decently. One thing I, mean, I expected to yeah. drop off was uh, uh, our running game due to us having a sophomore and a freshman, but they've done fairly well. So yeah, I mean, for, for Trenton, like, we're only one win or two wins behind you guys. And yeah. part of that was having to start with a 30 TPE quarterback. And again, we only have one uncapping player and that's my linebacker um and like the only two other people above 199 are both fillers um laddies free safety and sharks strong safety and again fillers so they're at 100 um yeah i i had a bunch of fillers my first couple of seasons yeah but now like two or three or five yeah but i think now um you know, it's it's starting to get time to bust this offense open. Mm-hmm. Um, like Moose is probably going to cap midway or mid early to mid next season. Um, I noticed that the intent to transfer thread has opened. So I will say that since it opened and Try has posted in there, I have reached out to him. Oh, yes. It's ironic so, um, the timing of his leaving um, because... Why? Well, he's leaving because his wide receiver well, his players aren't really getting much playing time, and to be fair, they aren't. Um, That's the issue with this season. Was we have a log jam at wide receiver. We have, good, we have three really good, or three decent wide receivers. None of yeah. them are really good because for some reason when I up passing we start losing, which is why we like went three and five. Yeah, I tried to pass more, but that didn't seem to work, so I switched back to a running game. That's a weird thing uh, with strats. Uh, I mean, that's just the way like the ECFA works. It just yeah. doesn't reward passing as much, um, like because Trenton. Trenton somehow was able to still win a few games last season, but, you know, last season's problem was we didn't have a defense. Like, everyone on defense, except for Watt, were freshmen. Or, like, fillers, sophomores, they're higher, or something like that. But I'd like to see what we can do when we actually have a defense um, that's, like, all above, like, 150 TPE, just about... um, and then we have a capped quarterback 
we have two like well-earning running backs or one who's going off welfare, the other one earning well. Um, Fonzie at wide receiver, um, potentially try at wide receiver. I have no clue what Pedro is doing. I don't even know if he's still on the team anymore. Um, uh, but like, yeah, Pedro is an interesting character. I've already talked with him a little bit in, in the SBA, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's he seems young. I think he's he's definitely a guy who he reminds me. He's kinda, yeah, he's like, kind of like a, a Zeke character, like he's someone young. Yeah. They're rough around the edges. Like really Yeah, rough. like like we'll like talk about it after the like podcast, but cheese I don't know. Balls or cheese bread or huh? whatever. Yeah, the like the like whole cheese ball things. Like he thought that I was insulting his food and I was like, dude, I didn't say anything about your food, man. He was like, Oh, I read the wrong message. Like he was so mad at me, and I was like, buddy, that wasn't even me. Um but I mean, despite like the stuff that's gone on recently, I think that if we can land try, you know, we immediately have a wide receiver one to open up the the season. Um, then we have Fonzie's wide receiver, like a red shirt. Um, I don't know. I just think that this is a team that could be making runs in the in the next few seasons. For sure, especially with Roswell, and I'm expecting Roswell and Sacramento to not be as well or as good next season because Roswell is losing um, both of well, Jeffy's quarterback. Players. Yeah, yeah, losing a quarterback is always rough. I think they and still I have, think... they will have a uncapping running back or should have an uncapping running back, so they should still be decent. But I don't see them being like really, really good. I think Trenton. It should be in like the first, like they have enough talent next season to be at least third in the Heroes Conference. That's my yeah. And like the other thing, like if you're looking at like Savage City as well, they have so many players who are in year four. Like mm-hmm. they're losing McWolf's filler, they're losing both of um, OMW's, like yeah. his safety and his QB. Um, they're losing. A free safety. They're losing their starting running back, a starting linebacker, another free safety, and their kicker. Um, kicker was never good to begin. Like they have like a lot of young talent, who I believe like they've probably signed recently, but they're all like below sixty, more like seventy TPE. Um, yeah. So there isn't much like youth on the team. Like some of their higher players are also they seem to be fillers. Like uh, stacks tight end over there, mm-hmm. um, so like Savage City could be dropping off, like Venom could be dropping off. Um, who else did you say? Uh, Roswell, Sacramento, and Savage City. Yeah, those are the met three teams. I expect the well, even Althor Athens yeah. in there as well, because we're losing. Uh, actually, next season. Next season's team will not have anyone that was on the championship team two years ago. Damn. Yeah, I'm seeing like you're losing a lot of the defense here. Yeah, because I had one really good uh, or I had one really good offseason. The first season that I actually the first couple seasons I got a lot of good people and now they're starting to graduate and stuff like that. Because gotcha. Yeah, because um, Pat, uh, 
both the first player and KDD are the last people who were there to see the championship. Yep. Is so, uh Ferk is like Ferk gonna be moving up to the EFL? Or is he gonna yeah. recreate? No, he's not gonna recreate. I think he's either inactive or going up to the EFL. I think he got someone to unretire his players. Um, oh, nice. I so think someone's gonna take a late round flyer on him. Yeah. I think he is focusing on VHL more now due to him. That would make sense. Working yeah. and stuff. So I don't think he's actually updated for a bit. But yeah, uh, Athens is losing basically everyone on the defensive side of the ball except for one corner. Burham Jackson. Yeah. And oh, yeah, you're also losing Sixers fans. Oh, yeah. He was, he was just a inactive that I picked up because I was needing one. And on offense, okay. on offense, we do have a 199 TP QB and Bobby, so we should be fairly decent on offense, but yeah, our defense is going to be um, And, and you, have, you have Yuto, Kira, Cloudera also, I think, steadily earning welfare. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, running backs, like, once they hit, like, the 80 TPE mark, like, yeah, once they get that seventy speed, they get they do really well. Yeah, because that's the that's the thing which I've noticed. Like Okonjo over in like Trenton, he's top five in in rushing yards. His average is four point nine, which isn't fantastic, but you know he's he's like coming on pretty strong. And even like our um, like freshman running back who isn't above ninety TPE yet. He also has like 689 yards, 4.6 yards per carry. So both of them are also going to be like a big part of the future. Um, yeah. Especially because Okonjo is only a sophomore. Watson's a freshman. So same as like your position, like young QB, two young running backs who are going to be here for a while. Um, but you just have a few more pieces that you need to fill in the meantime. Yeah, we do have, we should have a, uh, a 199 QB in that range next or run 99 uh, wide receiver in that range. So we should have a fairly decent passing attack. Well, oh, yeah, you have, uh, Zuzu hitting 199 yeah. for next season. Yeah. Well, one, uh, speaking, speaking of our wide receiver, it's uh, tr- uh, Trifecta is actually leaving like the season before he's at 